The moment you enlist in the army of God, you personally become a target. You need to remember that if you're living for and walking with Jesus Christ, the powers of darkness are aligned against you. Walter Martin Welcome back to the final broadcast in the series, Walking with God. What we learn from the scriptures is something happens in a person's life that creates the need to walk with God. The need to walk with God grows into an experience of communing with God. The experience of communing with God encourages us to please God. With your Bible open to Colossians chapter 1, let's join Brother Areza. Furthermore then, we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus Christ, that as ye have received of us how ye ought to walk and to please God, so ye would abound more and more. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Oliver Areza reminding you that someone is praying for you. Well, once again, what a joy and what a delight to have you tuning in to the broadcast today. Can you imagine that I have been opening up my radio broadcast just like you heard for now about 24 years? To God be the glory. I've enjoyed every minute of it, love radio, everything about it. It literally is the missionary that never sleeps. And I want to say thank you to all the stations that, that uh, air our broadcast. I'm very grateful and thankful for the general managers that um, really that, that uh, have agreed to, to play our radio station. And I hope that you'll take the time to give them a call and let them know that you appreciate them carrying our broadcast. And also, we would love to hear from you also probably the easiest way for you to contact us is you can simply send a text now this text does not go to my personal phone it goes into our system here we have a text line that is connected to our system and but i sure love to hear from you here's our text line that you're able to reach out to me 304 Eight seven three six seven five five. I'd like to hear where you are hearing the broadcast, what station, what city, what town, or maybe you're listening via the internet on whatever platform it is, whether it's a TuneIn, our app, or some other app. We'd love to hear about it. And the email to contact us is EOA, just like Evangelist Oliver Areza. E-O-A at WVGVradio.com Once again, what a joy, what an honor to have you tuning in week after week after week. And uh, truthfully, I've got a lot of ground to cover because I have just been kind of concentrated on the first point, this series of walking with God, what we can learn from it, by the Old Testament character of Enoch. And of course, 
our two text verses that we've been looking at, Genesis chapter 5 and verse number 22, and Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. And then we're comparing that with Hebrews chapter number 11 and verse number 5, which says, By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death. Wow, what a great way to go, that he should not see death and was not found. Why? Why wasn't he found? Because God had translated him. You know, one of these days, there are going to be people on this earth, they are going to be translated. Amen. (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's going to be the world's longest broad jump. They're going to leave this world, and the next step is going to be above the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and then the horrible events of the tribulation period are going to take place once God's people are out of this world. Amen. The Bible says he was translated. Before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. So I started out with the idea of what does it mean to walk with God? When, when we talk about somebody, oh, wow, wow, that missionary, that pastor, that layman, that deacon, boy, they've got to walk with God. What do we mean by that? Well, we've been trying to break it down, really show us what we mean from the Bible about, uh, about what it means to walk with God. And, uh, and really, what we have covered in the last uh, couple of broadcasts is why, what is it that makes us do that? And of course, something comes into our life that prompts us, that creates this great, great, great need to seek after God. And you know, everything that has ever happened in my life a tragedy, and I sought the Lord about it, incredible good, amazing things happen from that when I go to God. So there are a lot of folks that don't go to God for help. They go to booze. They go to drugs. They go to wickedness and perversion. But, oh, dear dear friend, when those kind of things come into your life, Learn to go to God. That's where you're going to get real, real help. Well, I am going to ask you to take your Bibles and go to the book of Colossians. And we're going to look at, let's see here, chapter number 1, verse number 10. I'm going to have a word of prayer right now. We're going to ask the Lord's blessing on the message today and all of our listeners. And then we're going to... Look at this here, but first we're going to enjoy another beautiful song by Brother Kenny Calloway, and the song is entitled, The Perfect Plan. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, we come to you in the precious name of our risen Savior, Jesus Christ, and we know that we're able to come boldly to the throne of grace upon the authority of his shed blood, it makes a way for us. And we ask now, dear Lord God in heaven, for blessing upon the reading and preaching of the word today, their strength in the word of God, 
There's help in the Word of God. There's direction and guidance in the Word of God. Help us to get it today. We think about the multitude that are listening to this radio broadcast today. We ask, dear God, that you to reach out and encourage them in some way. Touch their lives. Encourage them, we pray. Lord, let them in some way know that you love them and that you're ever present with them. We pray now for the saving of the lost and for the reviving of the saints and for the dedication of the straying ones. For we ask it in the precious name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Eternity passed before time began Before there was a man Before there was sin God, He made a perfect plan He created the land, He created the sea He created a hill called Calvary God, He made a perfect plan For it a God in the highest Peace on earth, goodwill to man The angel declared when Jesus was born In a town called Bethlehem And so willing to give his life For the whole world a sacrifice made a perfect plan From a carpenter's shop to a storm one day He spoke peace to the way and they obeyed God He made a perfect plan From a cross on a hill to a stone rolled away He ascended to heaven where he's seated today God, he made a perfect plan Glory to God in the highest Peace on earth, goodwill to man The angel declared when Jesus was born in a town called Bethlehem And so willing to give his life For the whole world a sacrifice God, he made a perfect plan Now glory to God in the highest Owner, goodwill to man. Oh, the angel declared when Jesus was born in a town called Bethlehem. And so willing to give his life for the whole world a sacrifice. 
that perfect plan Now there are some key words in the verse that I'm about to read to you Colossians chapter number 1 Verse number 10, listen to it very, very carefully. It'll bless your heart. Here's what it says. That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Now, the key words that I want you to pick up on is the word walk, walk worthy of the Lord, And then notice what he says, unto all pleasing, and then listen now, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Now, let me ask you this. We've been been thinking about Enoch now. Remember, he walked with God after he begat Methuselah. You know, the time that Enoch walked with the Lord, and we know what it is according to Hebrews chapter number 11, Listen, if you're going to walk with somebody, uh, then you are going to commune with somebody. So here is what I want you to get from this here, and I promise you it will bless your soul. So remember, something happens that creates a need to walk with God. We learned that from Genesis 5 at the birth of Methuselah. It shook him up, and he said, I better get serious about God. And folks... When God, when you get married or when you have children or when you take on a responsibility or when you endure some kind of a suffering or setback or heartbreak, man, listen, God wants that. It's designed to draw you. It creates this great need in your life to reach out to God. Well, what happens naturally, the need to walk with God, it literally grows into an experience of communing with God. Fellowship with God, getting to know God. All of a sudden, you find that that prayer time is it's not just uh, something that you are, you know, that you are that you are dreading, that you're just putting the time in. But all of a sudden, you find your soul and spirit. You are communing with God, and it just is a it's a precious time that you have with the Lord. As a matter of fact, it becomes so precious when those times when they when they occur within our lives that you just kind of hate to shut the door. Why do I have to go to work? Why do I have to go back and take care of my responsibilities or my duties? Because you're enjoying that sweet, wonderful fellowship with God. You see, the need to walk with God It grows into an experience of communing with God, fellowship with God, getting to know God. It literally becomes an appetite, something that you start desiring. Listen to this verse, 1 John 1, 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Anytime you spend time with God, one thing is absolutely sure to happen. 
our inadequacies, our weaknesses, our sinfulness, our great, great compelling need for total dependency upon God is revealed every time. You see, as you open up to God, confessing your weaknesses, then you start finding out who God is and what God can do for us and what God does in us. You will find out for yourself that our God is a powerful God. He is a God of power and grace and wisdom and strength and might and vision and compassion. You see, but what happens is something happens that creates that need to reach out to God. And when you reach out to God, an experience happens. Something happens. You commune with God in fellowship. And then an appetite for fellowship is then created. And then number three, the experience of communing with God, it encourages us to live a life that is pleasing to God. Here's our text verse again. That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. Listen, we learned what it is to walk with God and what happens that encourages us to walk with God and the fellowship that we encounter with God. Now all of a sudden that becomes so precious and sweet in our lives that we now, we want to please God with our life that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. You see that these experiences, we begin to learn so much about God that we've never, that we've never known before. Had not, God gave me a child. God gave me this amazing responsibility God put me in this new situation. This tribulation, this suffering, this trial has come into my life. 1 Thessalonians 4.1 Furthermore then we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that as ye have received of us, how ye ought to walk and to please God, so ye would abound more and more. And then see the desire and power to please God can only be accomplished through the person and power of the Holy Ghost of God. The fruit of our walk with God is the desire and empowerment to please God. You see, because of our needs, we're drawn to Him. As we're drawn to Him, we begin to get to know God, know who He is and see what He can do in our lives. Through our getting to know God, then all of a sudden we find grace and power and strength and wisdom and faith and boldness. Through our getting to know God, we find our calling in life. We are fulfilled in life. And in our lives, honor and please God. You see, actually, we please the Lord by walking with God, or walking with the Spirit. Dear friend, but it's not going to happen unless you have established that personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ.
You see, the Bible says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I spoke to a man just a few days ago, and he, would, he could not get past Romans chapter 3, verse 23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. He could not get past that verse. Well, friend, if you can't get past that verse, then there's no reason to go to the second verse. But if you understand that you're a sinner before God and you've fallen short of His glory, then we understand the next point, which is, The wages of sin is death. Because we are sinners, we're going to have to die. And death is a second death. Revelation chapter 21 verse 8 says this, But the fearful, those are people that will never get saved. They'll never get born again because they're cowards. They know that when they face their family or their friends, they're, they're ashamed. They don't want to take a stand for Christ. So they'll never get saved because they're cowards. But the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and adulterers and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. We're sinners and we're going to have to die. And that second death is in hell, and one day death and hell shall be cast in the lake of fire, which is the second death. But Jesus paid the price. He paid the sin debt. That's why it was so important for him to come to this earth. He lived a sinless life, and he offered his sinless life as our sacrifice upon the cross. He he died and was put in the tomb And three days and three nights later, he resurrected for our justification. And he says this, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. You've got to just simply believe. That word believe means believe you're a sinner. Believe you're going to hell. Believe that Jesus died for you and rose from the grave. You can be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Dear sinner friend, right now, call upon Christ and ask Him to forgive you and save you. He promised that He would. He that cometh to me, Jesus said, I will in no wise cast out. Make this prayer your prayer today. Dear God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I receive Jesus Christ into my heart, into my life as my personal Savior. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let us hear about your decision for Christ. Be encouraged, friends, and remember, someone is praying for you. This concludes the Walking with God series. Thank you for joining us today. If you missed a broadcast, you can go to wvgvradio.com and click on the WVGV Productions tab. Be sure to invite a friend to join you next week at this time on this station. To contact Evangelist Oliver Areza via email, use eoa at wvgvradio.com. 
To follow Brother Areza on Twitter, search at EO Areza. This broadcast is listener-supported or being underwritten by Areza Revival Ministries of West Union, West Virginia. Someone's Praying for You is a Gospel Voice production. Do the clouds around you gather In the midst of the storm Is your ship tossed and battered Are you weary and worn? Don't lose hope Someone's praying for you This very day And peace be still It's already home